Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Houndcast. My name is Amanda Manza, the Director of Alumni and Parent Engagement at Moravian. I've got Justin here, my co-host. What's going on today, Justin? Hi, Amanda. How are you? Things are good. How's everybody doing? Good. Awesome. Well, I want to jump right into this episode because I'm really excited about this one. You know, normally we're joined by faculty or staff from the college, but today we actually have three special guests that are all alums of Moravian. So we are super excited to kind of get to learn a little bit more about their story, who they are, where they've gotten to today, and how that Moravian connection has really helped them. So without further ado, I want to throw it right to them. So we have Mike, Alex, and Eric with us today. You guys want to take a minute just to introduce yourself to all our viewers. Mike, you want to start? Sure. Thanks, Amanda. Um, so as Amanda said, my name is Mike Stout. I graduated from Moravian in 1987, which is probably before any of these guys on the podcast were born. And um, I majored in accounting interesting story. I actually started off as a political science major, hoping to do pre-law, um, but the political science faculty and I had very different views on life, and I decided I didn't want to go to law school, so I switched in my sophomore year to accounting and, and loved uh, the remainder of my accounting uh, uh, classes at Moravian. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, my encounter at Moravian. Right now, I own an accounting firm, and both Eric and Alex work with me, um, and it's located in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Very cool. Thanks for joining us, Mike. We really appreciate it. Alex, how about you? You want to go next? Yeah, so I transferred to Moravian in the fall of 2018. I was a nursing major previously at a community college, and I just graduated with a simple associates, transferred to Moravian, and decided to do accounting. I soon met Mike as one of my professors. And uh, like you said, now I work for him. We do just a lot of bookkeeping taxes. And uh, yeah, I enjoy it a lot. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you. You're getting your MBA. Oh, yes, I am also. I'm also currently at Moravian. Yes, I am a couple classes short and I'll be graduating with an MBA in accounting as well. Great. That's awesome. How much, how much longer do you graduate? May? You got another year? What does that look like? I have four classes, so it's probably another year. Yeah, sure. You should see in the light at the end of the tunnel, though. <laughs> yeah, that's enjoyable. I like the Moravian graduate program. It's very nice. Good. Awesome. Congratulations, Alex. Thank you. Great. And Eric has actually joined us on the podcast before, so this is his second time, which is awesome. Yeah, but Eric, what's happened? I mean, last time we talked to you was, uh, what, right about the time of graduation and in the middle of the pandemic of everything going on. So what's happened since? Yeah, so I'm a recent grad of 2020. And like everyone said, uh, I work with Mike and Alex now as a staff accountant, uh, doing a lot of the same things Alex said. Not getting my MBA quite yet, but maybe we'll be there soon. Sure, absolutely. Well, thanks to all of you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I know you guys are all super busy and we're taking you know, three members from the office, Mike, so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm glad you all could be here. You know, can you guys share a little bit with us about, you know, just your Moravian experience, whether as a student or kind of what's your connection to Moravian today? Are you still connected as alum? What does that look like for you guys? Yes, I, I can start. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed about being at Moravian was 
the small class sizes. And I, and I just taught, I've, I've taught a couple um, classes over the last few years and the class sizes are still uh, about the same that I remember. Um, actually the tables and chairs in Comenius Hall are still the same that I remember uh, when I was there. But, um, which is nice, it breeds a sense of familiarity. And so I always like that small um, class size and ability to connect with the professor um, if you needed to and, and things like that. Also, I was um, able, almost right from the beginning as a freshman, I got involved with some activities on campus. I wrote for the uh, student newspaper. Uh, I was involved with some intramurals and I was on um, the hub program board and I started on the food service committee, I think. And so I would work with the, back then it was M.W. Wood, now Sodexo had bought them uh, years ago, but I would work with M.W. Wood on special meals and things like that. It's not nearly, the dining room today is much, much, much different than when I was there, um, but I think they still probably have, you know, a student interaction with uh, the food service company, et cetera. Eventually I was the president or the chair of the hub program board and um, it was nice. We, um, Raven had visiting speakers like Ellie Wiesel and um, Ed Asner mm -hmm. and people like that who were um, really uh, prominent in during the time that I was at Moravian and Carl Sagan, I think actually. And I would get to have um, be the student that would be eating dinner with them when they were eating dinner at the college before the event. So it's kind of an interesting um, dynamic, yeah. Very cool. What about you guys, Alex, Eric? Kind of that life-like. Well, I really, like Mike said, I really like the small class size. And uh, I transferred to Moravian not having a single friend or knowing anybody at Moravian. And you know, everybody was super nice. I made a lot of friends like the first couple of days I was there. Um, I, I did some I did some involvement in the Greek life on campus. Okay. Uh, I handled like the programming of all the Greek events for about like a year. That was probably the only involvement I had in student life. But I really did like the small classes. You really get to make friends with the teachers. And uh, I guess now that I'm an alumni and I'm still a graduate student, I do uh, I, I volunteer at some of the events like the uh, tax planning event. I, I just do that for no credits. I just sit in and I help the students with the, completing the taxes for the uh, low income people that come into the program. Sure, absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, if I can just piggyback on that, that program yeah. that uh, Raving's accounting department does um, for volunteer assistance with tax preparation is really neat. You know, Alex learned a lot as a volunteer, but he, all, he learned even more helping the volunteers and he was able to help them a year after doing taxes with us. So it was really nice. And when I ran into some of the accounting professors that are involved in it, they all commented on how well Alex, how much he had improved from one year to the next because of actually having done some tax returns. So it's a neat, it's a neat uh, program. I, I didn't mention when it was my turn, so I'll just <laughs> add it now and then Justin can edit it. But um, I am I am really um, happy to be part of the Moravian Leadership Council, um, and I enjoy those meetings. Obviously, they're a little bit different than they had been, uh, but it's neat to see the quality of the Moravian students that present there and to hear updates from uh, President Grigsby and, and others. And um, yeah, and we're involved with a couple other volunteer things with uh, the golf outings and the community society and things like that. Absolutely. Eric, what about you? Yeah, um, I liked how small the school was. Um, it seemed like 
from when I first got on campus that it was going to be a really uh, personal experience with everyone you kind of come in contact with. And I would say that was true for the four years I was there. I also really liked how accessible the deans are and how accessible uh, people kind of in higher up positions uh, are, which I don't think you see at a lot of other institutions. And um, all the different ways you can be involved and get in contact with alumni if you want to. Um, you just got to find it, you know, and I think uh, I think I did a good job of finding different opportunities uh, throughout the campus. So I, I was I was pretty happy with with my experience. And you're a recent grad, so you probably don't have too much interaction yet. And we've kind of been living in this virtual world. So we have right. not, not too pull much. You back too much, but <laughs> yeah, we'll get there soon. We certainly will. He will be involved. It's part of his job description. Exactly. <laughs> Requirement to work Luke, for Mike. <laughs> Luke Smith and I have plans for Eric, so. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. Well, we're, we're really thankful, you know, that you guys all ended up at Moravian at some way or another. So we're really are excited to have you as alum and, and know that you guys are all doing and will continue to do great things as alum. So it's great to hear. Thanks for you know sharing a little bit about um, you know each of your experiences at, at Moravian and, and kind of introducing yourselves. Um, one thing that you know I think some of our alums would be interested in, in hearing is you know all three of you were first generation students um, at Moravian, um, and along with being a first generation student, I'm sure there was um, a lot of things that you may have been nervous about you know in the college process. Can each of you kind of think back to um, those experiences and, and kind of the challenges of those and, and talk a little bit, a bit about how you turn those challenges into some real opportunities for yourselves. Well, I can, I can go first. So I was uh, the first person in my family to graduate from community college with a bachelor's degree and I'm gonna be the first one to graduate with a master's. And it was definitely tricky, especially applying for like loans and stuff. My parents had no idea, I had no idea. I kind of just ran with it. Luckily it worked out. Moravian was also the only school I applied to, so I'm very grateful that that worked out. But there's, my parents, I would say probably the biggest challenge was, was when I transferred in from a completely different degree. I was already 21, so I was already a little older than all the other kids I was with. And I had no work experience. I had zero internship experience. I didn't know any of that was necessary until I, became, I came to Moravian and they were, they were really pushing that and trying to help you gain a lot of experience while you're still young. So when you graduate, you have, uh, you know, abilities to, uh, I would say that was probably the biggest challenge was just not knowing anything about internships or gaining experience while you're in college. It's my parents never, my parents are, uh, my dad's a construction worker, my mom's a stay-at-home mom, so. You, Alex, did you feel like you got that support at Moravian that you needed to kind of guide you through that process and, you know, yeah. get those internships, get that experience? And Definitely. All that? I, I would say, like, I really like how Moravian has that, the, um, the externship program that they have every fall. That was really nice. I did that uh, my junior and senior year, and I, I liked that a lot because it definitely, I did like a non-for-profit accounting externship, and then now, two years later, I do a ton of non-for-profit accounting, so it was, right. it was perfect. Well, good. Awesome. You guys are Yeah, I share the, uh, the same struggles uh, with Alex. Um, 
you know, when I got to school, I was kind of like, no, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I got advice from friends and family friends and stuff, but none of them really went to a small school. So their experience was definitely uh, a lot different than what I was about to experience at Moravian uh, my first year. But um, I remember being on the phone with my dad come like sophomore or junior year, and we were talking about internships and stuff. And when I got off the phone, I kind of sat back and I was like, how, how do I find an internship? And uh, that was kind of the beginning of the struggle of uh, finding my way. And the Career Center helped a lot. Uh, they had good insight on where to go uh, and try and find internships. And I think really the, the location in Moravian helps too, you know? I think the Lehigh Valley has a lot of good opportunities for young people like Alex and I. And uh, I think, like Alex said, he definitely took advantage of it. And I think I did too. Um, and I met Mike just by, you know, branching out and asking a professor, uh, Dr. Desiderio. Uh, she knew anyone in the area that I could connect with just on a, you know, professional level of, hey, like, I'm, my name's Eric, and I'm trying to, you know, find an internship and grow professionally. She emailed Mike while I was sitting with her, which not many professors, I'm sure, would do. They would just say, I'll, I'll do it later. But she did it while I was sitting with her, and, you know, kind of just went from there. So, um, Moravian was definitely a good crutch for people like me who had no idea where, how to even begin, so. Very cool, it's a neat story too. I think um, for me, I don't remember any struggles personally. I mean, I'm sure I did. I mean, I, I, I debated over whether I wanted to go to law school or not. Um, and my parents were always super supportive. And I went to a very, very strong academic high school and the, I think the counselors were very helpful to me mm -hmm. on that level and, and um, recommended Moravian. I was looking at um, Drexel, Cornell, Lafayette, um, and, um, and Moravian, and just remembering, thinking that, you know, Moravian felt more like home. And since, you know, my folks didn't have a college experience, I didn't have, you know, going to Penn State or going to Drexel or going to Cornell would have been intimidating. I don't think I was intimidated by Lafayette, but the size of Lafayette. I just, you know, Moravian just felt like home. Um, and so I, I do remember that as far as going. Moravian's done a really good job of adding layers of support uh, to students because they, there were no internships or externships back when I was there. Um, you had to find part-time jobs and, and things like that. And there was a career center um, but they mostly organized on-campus interviews, um, which is where I got my job at Deloitte. Deloitte came on campus and interviewed the fall semester of my senior year, and I got a job. So they did their job, and I was thankful for that. Um, I just think the size appealed to me um, because of not having, you know, college experience with my, my parents not having college experience. And I was thankful for that, thankful for the size. Yeah, I think all three of, you know, kind of your shared experiences um, really played upon, you know, the people at Moravian really having an impact um, throughout your matriculation, you know, of, of your time in your program. And I think the other important piece that I've experienced about the, the Moravian uh, college community is that although we are a small school, I think we do offer some really big school opportunities. And I think that's something um, that can be 
you know, mentioned by a lot of our alums. Through your, you know, experience at, at Moravian, what were, you know, some of the, the challenges that you found after graduating from Moravian and kind of what were some of your connections to Moravian that have really led you to where you're at in your career now? Yeah, so I think with me just graduating in such a unique situation, that was, um, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was tough. It was definitely probably a little disappointing the way everything ended. But um, I think it just gave me more time to kind of mentally prepare for, you know, uh, moving out of the, the college house and moving into an apartment in Allentown and kind of being on my own um, and kind of getting away from that college lifestyle um, and I think Moravian did a good job with everything going on to kind of you know keep us in the loop and make us feel a little more uh, you know at, at terms with what's going on um, but yeah I don't, I don't think I had any struggles transitioning to, to right now especially since it was so fresh and, and new currently so absolutely and Eric, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, you had mentioned kind of having that conversation with Dr. Desiderio and that kind of your connection to Mike, but can you tell us a little more about that story of, you know, connecting with Mike and now working, you know, in his company? What did that kind of look like for you? Yeah, so it wasn't, um, it was kind of like building a, a friendship at the beginning. Um, you know, we kind of just sat down, we talked, I played hockey in high school and, and he, I had sent him my resume in the original email. And uh, that's listed on there. And we kind of talked about hockey because uh, Mike likes the Phantoms and the Flyers. And, um, you know, we kind of just talked about that. And it was kind of like a little friendship. We kept in contact. And uh, he would text me here and there to see if I found an internship. And I ended up finding an internship thanks to the Career Center at uh, the Miller Symphony Hall in Allentown uh, with their marketing department, helping with, like, budgeting and, and spending and stuff like that, uh, spending tracking. And, um, you know, he texted me one day, he said, hey, did you find an internship? I said, yeah, I was, he said, it was at Miller Symphony Hall. He's like, oh, like, you know, it was a paid internship. I was like, no, it's a non-for-profit. So they, they weren't offering any paid opportunities. So he told me to send him a transcript. I did that night. The next day, he texted me, say, come work for me one day a week in the summer, uh, you know, do marketing and social media. I don't have, he said he didn't have anyone doing it right at that time so I kind of did that and you know it grew from there as time went on I got more accounting responsibilities and uh, learned a lot as the days went by and one day turned into three days turned into the internship program at Moravian where it counts for credits into a full-time job now so I think and, you wound up one of my classes. and I took one oh. of his classes supply chain <laughs> management I do have to tell you though about the job offer. So I made him a job offer in like January of 2020, okay. which was obviously pre-COVID. Right. And Eric's like, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. So then February comes around and he's still thinking about it. And he's doing, you know, he's coming into the office and working, but he didn't accept the job offer. And like a week or two after COVID shutdown, Eric's like, well, I guess I better accept this job offer. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I guess, I guess working for Stout is better than nothing. So, uh, you know, he accepted that is not true. Then. 
And, Eric, uh, I'm surprised well, he still let you work there. <laughs> so I actually, I sent him the signed contract offer and he actually said to me, he didn't even realize I hadn't signed it yet. He thought I was just, he thought it was signed already. I was still convinced if COVID wouldn't have happened, Eric would be on Wall Street, you know, so. And it would just oh, be, no. I'm not a city be, person. He and Izzo would be working. That would be it. No, congratulations, Eric. You know, that's, that's great that, you know, you and Mike had developed, as you said, sort of a friendship from the beginning. And, you know, you both have, have kept in contact, um, you know, throughout the later part of uh, 2019 and, and into 2020. So that's, that's a really um, incredible story. And, and I think that's really what a career center does a really great job at is trying to make those connections early enough for those opportunities. But Justin, it's also, I mean, not, I mean, the Career Center, yes, and I, and I would agree with that, but it's also kind of un, unique with um, a lot of Moravian alum, that when you meet another hound, it's kind of a nice connection, right? And you, you do, because it is small, you know, you do feel at home, and, you know, whether it's, you know, I've met some, obviously, I've met some alum through the Moravian Leadership Council, and, you know, just recently, with the PPP, which is, um, you know, an SBA loan program, I emailed an alum that works for the college and I said, hey, can you give me the name of some Moravian bankers? I have a lot of clients that need loans. And he sent me, probably took a day, and he sent me a name of four or five um, alum that were bankers. And I recognized a couple of the names. Um, so it, it's, it's nice when you make that connection. I, I'm thankful that we have a couple of Moravian grads working at the, at the firm. Eric and, and Alex actually share a room, and I was going to put a sign outside that said Hound Pound. Um, they, they, have a large, they have a large office, and they share, they share the office. So um, anyway. That's funny. That's great. Moravian does a good job um, connecting students to alumni. You know, I was in that uh, student alumni representatives that Amanda helped run. And um, I definitely, I learned a lot. I met a lot of people, and I think I was able to, you know, get better at interacting with alumni and just you know older successful people and it's you know it's not as scary or intimidating as it seems because at the end of the day like we're all people and um, I think the opportunities that Moravian gives to meet people um, in the Moravian network is incredible because I think a lot of people benefit and find good opportunities through it I'm uh, thankful for that. Alex, can you talk to us a little bit too about like kind of how you got connected with Mike and what that looked like? Oh, okay, so um, I was taking a class with Mike. It was a, um, it was like an Excel PowerPoint class. He was teaching us how to use Microsoft Office. And one day at the end of class, he told us that he has a lot of connections. And if anybody was interested in, in an internship, that he would take your resume and email it to people. And at this time, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I was really struggling with gaining internship experience and at the time I was like really worried because for like the accounting hiring season is in like the fall usually and all my classmates were being hired and I still had no experience so I thought this came at the perfect moment I emailed Mike he replied pretty much instantly and then uh I know probably a week went by and I had all accounting students have to interview a CPA or an accountant for their uh, auditing class so I Mike was the only accountant I knew so I in, interviewed him and then we talked for a while after he offered me an internship I actually said no at first I wanted to wait 
Like, and, what uh, is this with everybody telling you no or just like letting you hang? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the honest story. I did. I told him, <laughs> I told him I was like still like exploring options because I had no idea what I wanted to do. And uh, one of his, uh, one of our other interns that I worked with and who was uh, went to school with me, uh, Isaac Schaefer, he kept insisting, he goes, Mike is, Mike is the greatest dude. You're going to love working for him. And then uh, I eventually said yes a couple of days later. And then uh, Mike is super, Mike immediately told me, he goes, you know, let me know what you want to do and I'll teach you how to do it. And that's what you're going to do. And I really like that because I, like even right now, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. I don't think anybody else would let me do that, especially as a kid saying, I want to come in, I want to do taxes. Mike was letting me practice on taxes right in the beginning of the internship is what I wanted to do. Awesome. And Mike, what was kind of like your journey? You had mentioned you've been at Deloitte for a while. Like, how did you decide, all right, I'm doing this. This is, this is what I want. And, you know, what, what kind of experiences at Moravian, you know, led you to, to be, get to where you are today? Yeah, I don't know if I can make a direct connection. I mean, obviously my, obviously Deloitte um, feel, felt very highly about the Moravian College Accounting Program. Yeah. Actually, when they hired me, they, the recruiter said that they preferred to hire Moravian grads over Lehigh grads because Moravian grads had a liberal arts education and we were more well-rounded, which is really good for auditing. Like when you start off as an auditor at Deloitte or one of the other firms, you need to understand the big picture as well as the details. And so I think having that liberal arts education um, and like Eric's experience with STARS or Alex's experience in Greek life, my experience with the program board and governance and stuff like that, it helps a lot, right? When you're, when you're having to sit down, PPL was one of my clients. I had to sit down across the desk from PPL's controller, you know, and audit and ask questions, right? So I think Raving prepared me for Deloitte. Um, after spending some time with you know, an international accounting firm, I, I chose to work for a more local, a regional accounting firm where I specialized in business restructuring and business consulting. And um, after that, I worked at Lehigh Carbon Community College as their vice president of finance um, for eight years. And um, after a couple presidential transitions, I decided it was time to, to move on and decided to start my own business. It, it, was I wish I could say that it was all planned out from the beginning. It wasn't. Uh, we just prayed and hoped that it would work out. And it's been really fun um, developing a team. And I'm really excited about the team that we have and how um, serious we take our work and how hard we try for our clients. Um, and it's and Eric and Alex are great additions uh, to the to the team. So. You notice they don't call me Professor Stout anymore. They all just, the minute class is done and they work for me, it's just it's like, over. it's all over. There's no more Professor Stout. That was the struggle in class because I was working for him while I was yeah. in class with him. So like, you know, one day. Well, I, and your professor at, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. At, at two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm calling him Professor Stout. And then I come into the office and I'm just saying, Mike. <laughs> and my struggle was I had to make sure I didn't tell any stories about how goofy Alex or Eric were in, in at work when I was teaching. So I didn't want to embarrass them in the classroom, you know. The challenges you guys face. <laughs> well, thanks guys so much for kind of sharing a little bit of your story. Before we wrap up here, we have a question that Justin and I like to ask all of our guests on Houndcast because it's really neat to kind of compare and contrast. I think you've hit on some of this already, but 
you know, what would you say is kind of your favorite thing about Moravian? What do you feel makes Moravian Moravian? It's what you kind of miss the most about being a part of that campus community every single day. I'll, I'll go. I think I've, I was so blessed um, to be able to teach the last couple years, a couple classes mm -hmm. here and there. Um, and just being back on campus and even being in Comenius Hall, like it's just really cool. Like there's good memories, right? Or a good feeling, even if they're, the memories are kind of vague at this point, but there was a good feeling. And I'm just super impressed with the quality of students that I ran across in my, in my class. Um, and I was really impressed with how many um, athletes, you know, how, how a D3 school gives so many people an opportunity to be involved um, in organized athletics, as well as all the other things we talked about, whether it's um, the Amrine Investment Club or the program board or STARS or Greek Life, there's just so many opportunities for students to be involved. And I, I think witnessing that again was really um, helpful to me to affirm my commitment and investment in Moravian going forward. Like it's a it's a good return on your investment to be involved at Moravian because the students there um, are good and, and the students are a reflection of the faculty and the staff and the administration and the alumni that care about the college and that invest in the college. So I've, it's been really neat because I was you know, gone for 30 years um, and then came back and taught as well as recruited a couple students. So it's been neat to reconnect and I felt like I reconnected so quickly because while things have changed at Moravian, Moravian hasn't changed. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, I really appreciate that part about it. I guess how like Mike was talking about the students, I really like the, like the staff at Moravian, even especially now when I'm in grad school. I, when I graduated in 2019, I went straight into classes actually the day after. I, gra I graduated on Sunday, I started classes Monday, I started working for Mike on Monday. And it was a difficult transition, but the staff really helped. The, everybody always answers immediately. The grad professors would always meet with me before class to go over projects and everything. Even like now that I'm still um, two years graduated, I have the teachers checking in on me. They ask me how I'm doing with accounting. They ask me like if I've reached certain milestones in my career. I've been offered you know scholarships I never even applied for just because they know how hard of a working student I am. So it's it's really great. Awesome. Right here. Uh, I would say um, it's the, the people I've met, um, both in the faculty and staff and my friends to this day. Um, I, I don't know how or where I would be if it wasn't for all the people that I've met and uh, the friendships I've made. And because kind of like with Mike in the beginning, like every faculty member kind of turns into your friend. If you if you work for that, um, for that kind of connection. And um, as I, some of my best friends kind of changed my work ethic for the better and made me a better person and a better worker. And, you know, I, I, I'm just very grateful for the kind of people that I met there. Yeah, it's, I always like to ask that question because 
even between the three of you, it's such, it's similar answers, but everybody has their own little piece that's a little bit different based on their experience. So it's really great to hear that. I want to thank the three of you guys so much for joining us today. This was awesome to get to hear a little bit about your stories and, you know, how that Moravian connection has really helped you guys. So I appreciate that. You know, Mike, thank you for being such a loyal alum and supporting the college in so many ways. And bringing, you know, these two up to be great Greyhound alums, you know, we know that they're both going to do some awesome things and we can't wait to connect with them in another couple of years and kind of see what's going on. So we really appreciate all of your supports for everything that you guys are doing for Moravian and will continue to do. It's really great to hear. So thanks everybody for tuning in for another episode of Houndcast. We hope you enjoyed this one and we can't wait to talk to you guys again soon with our next episode in a couple of weeks. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Everyone. Thanks. Yep.